everyone. Happy Thursday for, oh wait, it's actually Thursday right now too. So look at that. <laughs> um, we have another episode of the Disney bubble and today we have the wonderful Annika. Yes. As Annika's paintbrush. Instagram is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for being here today and filming with us. We're really excited to get to know you a little better and ask you a few questions like pertaining to Disney, maybe Harry Potter a little bit. <laughs> a little bit all day. I, I could talk those subjects all day long. So I'm super excited. Awesome. Thank you both for having me on here. Yeah, of course. Um, so the first question is um, that we have for you is how did your love for Disney start? Was it when you were a child? Was it more recent? Um, well, I actually was born and raised in California, so I lived in the Bay Area, just a quick, a quick, quote unquote, six hour drive to Disneyland. And it was really like that was the that was the thing. You go do family vacations, quick weekend trip at Disneyland. And we would definitely go every single year. Pretty much I would go for my birthday. I actually used to compete in pageants and we had like our national pageants would end up at Disneyland. Oh so gosh. I was always there. <laughs> Just That is awesome. Yeah. And I definitely loved it immediately. But then when I went to college, uh, I went to Chapman in Southern California. Okay. And it was actually 10 minutes from Disneyland. So me and my two best friends got annual passes. And we were literally there every single weekend. Oh which I gosh, think that's so fun. solidified my love for just going to the park yeah. all the time and just always seeing what was new. California APs are of a different breed. And I think that's <laughs> where I get some of my psychotic Disney-ness is like, I'm serious when the new rose gold mini ears came out. I kid you not. I left work early, bolted to downtown Disney that's waited awesome. in line and I grabbed three pairs for me and my friends like oh my that gosh. day. Like it is psychotic. <laughs> Those are but, so like, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when was your first time going to Disney World in Florida? I there's a picture of me when I must be like five. I really <laughs> don't know. Pictures. I <laughs> definitely can't remember the first time I went to Disney World, but again, I with competing in pageants and such, uh, sometimes they were at Disney World, sometimes they were at Disneyland. Okay. So uh, probably when I was like 10-ish around then, 10, 12, kind of preteen years, mm -hmm. I did go to Disney World more often. And by more often, I really just mean like once a year or like once every other year. Yeah. Because it is such a trek from California to Florida, right, yeah. Um, which I mean, I make the coast to coast trek so often now <laughs> because my family <laughs> lives in Oregon. So it's like, oh, yeah, just six hour flight that's nothing but yeah I didn't go too often so I think I didn't spend too much time at Disney World and really understand where everything is and like the the largeness and the scale yeah. of it until I came for my Disney college program and that's when I visited the parks as an adult and really kind of understood it all and enjoyed it so much that's so awesome interesting to like because like coming from like Disney World because I always like when I was little I was always going to Disney World so when I went to Disneyland my reaction was oh my god it's so small so it's interesting this is like that That's you came to Disney World and were like and oh see, my god this is so big <laughs> yep coming from Disneyland we are like <laughs> we're very smug and arrogant about it because 
yeah. we always say like, well, Walt walked here and it's smaller, but like the magic is more present, I guess. And yeah. there's little touches around Disneyland that just aren't there at Disney World. And it is a little bit more cozy. But again, I think that just brings the magic closer to you. Is it true? So I've never been to Disneyland, California. Is it true that the castle is like that much smaller than Disney World? I mean, yes, because there's no castle stage. There's no... Um, true. I. It's probably between like half the size of the castle and like, oh, the wow. size of Magic Kingdom's castle. So it's it's definitely on the smaller side. Um, <laughs> it's like a cute little, little old faithful, but... Uh-huh. I mean, I, I absolutely love the castle. Yeah. Hopefully one day I'll get out there. <laughs> Hopefully soon. I highly recommend one day, maybe in a couple of years, maybe. Um. <laughs> a couple of years, yeah. So between the two parks, do you have a favorite Disney snack that you get when you visit the parks? Do you have like a favorite oh, snack from Disney World versus Disneyland? Like, I don't know if they sell different snacks in the two parks. Yes, I'm actually very passionate about this topic. Um, Disneyland churros are number one in my heart they are just so much better than any snack Walt Disney World has to offer they just get different and a churro at Disney World is just trash I don't even bother getting them anymore because it's just like this is cardboard awful and California just they have their churros down (laughs) what what's okay like is there like what is the difference is there like a thickness is it like but what is- honestly i think because it it is southern california based it just has that southern california flair mixed with like oh. mexican culture <laughs> and cool. i i am half mexican and growing up in california and growing up with my mom's side of the family always like making those mexican cultural dishes and things like that you can almost taste the difference immediately it's just one of those things at least for That's me so personally interesting. yeah all right, so Disneyland churros. I'm gonna when I go to Disneyland for the Marvel campus in a few years. <laughs> Absolutely, you must get a churro. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, but I also have to talk about Harry Potter because I'm a Harry Potter stan. I grew up watching them. I love them. So I saw your like edit on your Instagram, your most recent one, and it was so cute. What is your Hogwarts house? I have to know. Okay, it honestly depends on the day. I, I'm like <laughs> okay, a Slytherin, yeah. Gryffindor rising. I think that's how my friend put it. <laughs> like, I've taken the test and I was a okay. Gryffindor, but then I'm also like, well, today I feel very Slytherin. And yeah. it's just, I'm just a weird person like that. Yeah, I, okay. I'm a Gemini, so there's very much two sides <gasps> oh. to everything. <laughs> okay, now that you say that, I'm a Gemini and I like took that test and I made seven emails because it kept telling me I was a Hufflepuff oh my gosh wrong I'm not Hufflepuff I'm a Ravenclaw so now now that you say that I'm like yeah I can be too I'm a Gemini we got double personalities oh yeah oh yeah yin and yang yes yes have you taken the Patronus test I haven't that one's pretty fun I got a really ugly Patronus. I don't remember what it was. I blocked it out of my head. That's not true. <laughs> my Patronus is a dog, I think. <laughs> oh, I need to do that. I might have done yeah. it back in like middle school or something. Um, but I've not done it recently, so I definitely don't you gotta, remember. You got to do it again. 
Uh, but I also saw that you posted about Run Disney, and I am yes. a cross-country and track runner, so I get really excited to talk about the Disney races because they're so fun. Yeah, and the funny thing is I grew up hate- hating running, like hate with a capital H. <laughs> you could not get me to run. I was the girl that walked in the back for the mile in PE class, <laughs> and it was just so funny. But in Disneyland, when we still had Run Disney races, we – my mom and I like to do the Mother's Day weekend um, Tinkerbell 5K, I think. And back when Run Disney races were a thing in California. Um, and we would do that one every year. And so fun. I would sign up for 5Ks and 10Ks. And those were like the most running that I would do. <laughs> it's more just for like the fun of it. And we did oh, a couple yeah. more like random 10Ks. But like I wouldn't consider myself a runner. But then... I when I moved oh. to Disney World, I got suckered in to signing up for pretty much all the run Disney races in 2019 because my roommate at the time is an avid runner. Like she's a legitimate <laughs> runner. Like she <laughs> wakes up at 4 a.m. every single morning, runs miles and like tracks it and everything. So yeah. she definitely had some influence on me. Um, I think in 2019, when I moved to Orlando for my internship, I didn't do the January um, Run Disney race because I didn't come in time for that one. But I did Princess, um, the challenge. So the 10K and the half. Star wow. Wars challenge, 10K and the half. You really um, did. I <laughs> oh went to God. Paris for the Castle to Chateau challenge <gasps> in September. Oh my God. And then I did Wine and Dine. <laughs> so for someone who doesn't like to run, I did a lot of running in 2019. Yeah. Okay, so I have to ask. So the Princess one for the half... Is that just to Magic Kingdom and back? And then Wine and Dine is like all the parks but Magic Kingdom? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Which one did you prefer? Because when I did, I did the Disney half, like when I was like, I don't know, a couple years ago. And I was kind of like, it was fun. But I was like, I spent, you know, 10 miles running on this highway. On the highway. Yeah, exactly. So I like the princess theme and the princess is definitely yeah. the most popular. Like that one sells out like crazy and there's just massive amounts of people. And I really like the theming, but mm-hmm. as far as like the routes, wine and dine is far superior. Okay. Yeah. And it, it goes by even faster, quote unquote, even though it just, it's terrible either way. <laughs> um, and when you're like going through the parks, as well yeah. as I think Wine and Dine, there they had um, an after party at Epcot. Oh my gosh! I'm you doing could, it. <laughs> if you did the Run Disney races, I think you like. I don't know if you had to sign up or if it was just in, if you did the Run Disney race, then you got access to it. But it was pretty, yeah. pretty much after hours at Epcot, where it's That's closed down so cool. and only like the the party people could be there, and they had like DJ set up and just fun different not really booths, but like different locations around the park where yeah. they were just like specialty drinks and things like that. And that was super fun. And I think that's the only time that they do that. I don't know if they do it for the January one since I did do that oh one. But. Okay, I got to do that one because I, yeah, I agree. It, I'm sure it goes by faster because those like five miles to get to Magic Kingdom in the humidity at 3 a.m. for the the Walt Disney World half marathon I was like this is not it like running through the castle was great but right right and I think for Star Wars it was a mile to the start line so I I can't remember if it was Star Wars or Princess it's one of them 
that we had oh to walk a God. mile to the oh start line and that was dreadful <laughs> and you're like what this better be counted like <laughs> i'm like okay i so ran 14 I, miles today i look at my watch and i i try to track them but i think my apple watch would just die so i stopped tracking <laughs> it and just let it do the step count instead yeah and at the end of the, those days it was oh. it was ridiculous i yeah. my body hated me so much i can imagine <laughs> The only reason I hate running, like I played soccer my whole life and it's kind of like contradiction. Like I still hate running, never <laughs> liked it. But the only reason I would sign up for one of those is because I'm a huge character meet and greet person and they bring out the cool characters for those reasons. That is true. I see. I like the character meet and greets. I actually don't usually do a lot of them because it just breaks my rhythm. And if I stop, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to continue. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Have you did you ever dress up for them though? Um, I did. I I remember for Princess 10K, it was Mulan themed. So me and my friend oh, dressed up in her like um her training uniform. It was like the green robe thing. We just like made it out of t-shirts. Oh wow, and, like, yeah. It. And so it was fun. long sleeves, which was a very dumb choice on our part, but it was only for the 10K, only oh, six okay. miles in it. Only six so. miles. <laughs> Light work. Bearable. Jeez, that's crazy. But the next question that we have for you is so on your website, it says that you're a corporate cast member in Disney technology and that like you're a huge advocate for STEAM or women in STEAM. And honestly, so am I. I'm studying to become a high school math teacher. So it's not a subject that most people would go into is math. Oh, for sure. I honestly, in another life, I feel like I would go back and be a math teacher somewhere. No way. I was that person who just like I give me piles of math homework and I'll be so excited. But give me like a one page essay and (laughs) please, you cannot get me to do that. That was awful. Like this is embarrassing to admit, but in my English classes, like I don't think I read a single one of the assigned books. It was like spark notes. Spark notes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot about spark notes. It was not for me. I was I was definitely the math and science girl. And I was I would like spend extra time in calculus class with my teacher just like going over the homework because it was just like so fun for me and it just it's so funny like seeing people cringe at it where I'm like oh I could do math homework all day like I'd rather do that than honestly that's a flex like write papers. I like math homework <laughs> honestly so, and like my degree was in computer science and so I never wow. had to write papers ever and it was the best thing. And of course, I had like math homework and other coding homework all the time. But I'd rather do that than write a paper. <laughs> Honestly, props to you, because since my major is it's basically like a double major, like it's a math major and an education major. And because of the math classes, I have to take coding classes. So I'm yep. C plus wow. plus. I'm in Java right now. And mm-hmm. more power to you. Like, that's really impressive. That is C plus plus the first one you have to take. Mm-hmm. oh that they did you dirty they <laughs> did you dirty that yeah. is mean of them I hate C++ horrible. just gonna put that out there but same so we're on the same page about that <laughs> for anyone who doesn't major, understand so programming languages C++ is like a very intense coding language where it's a lot more complex of a language to learn especially when you're first learning coding concepts like a lot of colleges start off with Python because it's almost like English and you kind of just type it out what you would want it to do in more understandable terms. <laughs> but I can't C++ believe they started like, on C++. Total opposite of that. Literally horrible. horrible. 
But um, so what exactly is your role with Disney right now? In so my title is a product analyst, but I've been wearing a few different hats, especially since COVID started. Um, Because I actually started out as an intern on my same team, my same manager in technically my same role, but just like the intern version of it. And then I was converted to cast after like five or six months. I think that was the length of my internship. Um, And so then I became a product analyst at that time. And basically, it's a little confusing to explain, but I work with the ticket products. So any kind of special offers. Um, I don't work on all of them, but like a lot of them I do um, kind of like product manager types of things. So, for example, um, we have a like Discover Disney ticket that comes out uh, for Disney World, like I think like every January. And it's a special ticket discount for Florida residents. So they can just purchase this special ticket offer off the website. And when they go to the DisneyWorld.com and go to those tickets and see the Florida resident tickets and the Discover Disney shows up, like that's an offer that I worked on. So basically, I just make sure it shows up like it's supposed to and it gets built kind of in the back end. Like I don't do the actual behind the scenes stuff. I just kind of make sure it gets done. But long story short, I basically make sure that ticket offers like that show up on our website and everything runs smoothly. That's That's so interesting. Wow. So are you Uh, using anything that you've learned in your coding? Like um, somewhat, I didn't really want to go into like a full technical role, like for example, like a software engineer or anything like that. I really wanted to step more on the business side of that. And when I was interviewing for the internship that I got, my manager wanted someone with a computer science background. And so it really kind of just fit perfectly. And here and now, like you use the like critical thinking skills that you gain in like kind of problem solving tactics. And I do look at code-ish types of things in some of our processes that we run and like running ticket orders to our database because I don't actually just work on tickets that you see. I work on tickets that like our travel trade partners see. So for example, like Walmart or the stand on the side of the road in Florida, you know, like all of those other ticket sellers that Disney (laughs) works with. We call those our travel trade partners and I do work with them as well. So it's kind of just a lot of different things encompassed into one. That's awesome. So are you are you based in Disney World then? Yes. So technically, I'm based in Orlando, even though I'm not physically there right now. (laughs) But yeah, my office is in Orlando. And pre-pandemic, we would all go into the office and everything. Um, But now all of us, since our our job doesn't require us to be in the office, it's really nice that we were able to semi-seamlessly transition to working from home and have been here ever since. (laughs) Cool. So I think those were all of our more like personal questions for you. I think we're going to move into more of the influencer slash content creator questions. Woo, okay. <laughs> um, Jesse, if you want to, you can start. More. Oh, yeah. So when you started posting on like Instagram and YouTube and stuff, was that was your intent like, OK, I'm going to create content and make this my Disney page and try to gain followers? Or was it just something that? 
you started and then it kind of organically started to grow. Real talk, when I started Annika's paintbrush, I went in with the mindset of I'm putting work into this Instagram page. And I did a lot of research and I took note of the accounts that I really liked and saw Mm -hmm. what they were doing. And I really wanted a creative outlet because I wasn't really getting that because my job is more of like a dry businessy kind of product management or like and project management kind of role. I don't get that creativeness where it which is fine. Like I don't mind it coming out in like personal hobbies and things. I almost prefer that because I get more control over it. Yeah. But definitely I wanted a space to kind of let that out in a sense. Um, It's funny. I the first thing I wanted to do when I started that page was come up with these like glow edit videos and I have a bunch of them from when I first started my page I have not done anymore because the software that I had to do it is broken so that's fun but (laughs) which has held me back from it and I was just too lazy to figure it out but (laughs) to be honest I I seriously watched YouTube videos on the Instagram algorithm and studied how to use hashtags and how to work on engagement and legitimately it was like putting in serious work in it. And when I started it, I really wanted to just kind of combine that with the fact that I could create something from the ground up and create a completely separate Instagram page rather than kind of combining that in my page already. So that's pretty much how it started. And the fact that I knew that was the time that I knew I was getting converted to full time and from my internship because when I was just in my internship I was like um who knows I don't know if I'm gonna stay here and live in Florida and live next to Disney World I'm not gonna start a page if yeah I'm not gonna be here and so that's really what kind of sorry my Siri keeps popping up (laughs) but that's really what got me started is okay I'm gonna be here full-time I'm I'm living here in Florida now which was a big thing to kind of get over because I am just so afraid of commitment and obviously <laughs> taking a full-time role was a big commitment but I'm so happy yeah. and that's what really made it possible to kind of start that page and gave me gave myself permission to really put effort into that because I'm like yeah. well I'm here <laughs> I think that's really cool that you say that though because I know a lot of people like when they're asked these questions they're like oh it just kind of happened like I posted photos and people started following and like nothing's like that's awesome but sometimes for people it does happen for some people but for the people who legitimately grow that's a straight up lie like y'all are putting in so much work and to work with the instagram algorithm and have it work for you you have to spend a lot of time on the platform which is a downside in my opinion and the the reviews, I guess, of Instagram are going down and like ratings of people because it's just not a realistic platform anymore. And it is more for those best photos and those Mm -hmm. living my best life type of mentality. And it is a little bit different in the Disney community because we all have that same like passion for Disney where we all enjoy posting all of those things and different merchandise and at the parks and Disney style and all of that so it's a little bit it has that going for it I guess yeah. but 
yeah, it, Instagram's a lot of work. And yeah. for people to be posting every single day, like I was, I was legit wanting to post every single day and keep my stories up every single day. And it's just, it's a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really cool that you're being transparent about that. Because sometimes people are like, oh, it just, it just happened. And like, I think like maybe like in 2016, it could have just happened. But mm-hmm. now the space is just so competitive that it's like, you gotta like, yeah, you need to know the 100%. algorithm. You need to post our guest, Shannon, last week, or this pat or the past week's guest, she was saying that like, you have to post three reels or five reels. You have to post three times a day. I was like, oh my gosh, like that's Oh yeah, it, overwhelming. it gets nitty gritty. And like, you can't use the same hashtags over and over again. If you don't have your story lit up with a circle around it, forget about it. Like, I think right now I had my story empty for like a few hours and like, I try not to care about it as much anymore, but internally I'm like, my story's blank. My story's blank. I need, I need to post something. And yeah. it's because I have that so ingrained in me because I was putting so much effort in um, when I did live in Florida. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. And yeah. anyone who says otherwise is either probably got another, a following from a different platform like TikTok and things like that, which like all power to them no shame or anything like that but for anyone who has like you know that aesthetic kind of put together feed like that takes a lot of work yeah yours is amazing so I I love a good I love a good cohesive feed um and yours is awesome yeah I agree it's so pretty it's so nice to look at like it's just (laughs) pleasing thank you I what that was one thing when I started my page is I kind of had to figure out a way to like stand out and mm-hmm. differentiate myself from other people who were doing the same thing because I know there's so many other creators now who are pretty much at like kind of the same level as I am and like the same amount of growth and all of that and it's just so funny to like see how we all kind of grow with the platform and like grow with our content and all of that and just kind of learn as we go by trial and error and yeah. that was something that definitely happened with me and my page because I knew I wanted to just do fun edits and just go wild with it. And that's what I ended up doing. <laughs> so from those edits, like, and it's a lot of like illustrations and things like that. Is that something that you taught yourself for Instagram or is it something that you had prior knowledge about and just. I had seen a few different posts with like these fun paint strokes. And that was like before it was a huge thing. Um back in 2019 it's like so weird all the months blur together now but oh yeah (laughs) like right before I created my Instagram page like my separate one for Disney and like creative edits and all that I those were kind of just start starting to pop out and no one really knew how to make them and so that was another thing that I put into my research is like okay well what apps are people using and how how are people doing this And it really wasn't out there. But I remember I found a video from her at is like the real Lynn Shady. And (laughs) her her feed is a lot like how mine kind of started out as like very intense edits and lots of color and all of those types of things and just like fun edits in general. But she did a YouTube video and shared how to use the Adobe Sketch app, which is like how you add the paint strokes for free and trust me I was not going to pay for any apps so (laughs) going the free route was definitely the move but I just kind of started messing around with the app and just really liked it and then I think Pixar was becoming more of a thing Mm -hmm. and just adding like 
glitter and little stickers and things like that. And then it just became like a game. Okay, well, like what can I do to this photo to make it more fun? And how can I make this stand out more? Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much how it went. And for those videos, for the glow edits, I remember seeing an account. I can't even remember the name of it, but it's like a big account in the animation world. Mm. And they did really cool glow edits to dancers. And I thought that was so cool. Like that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. So I was like, I want to do that. (laughs) And I just remember taking videos of myself in Magic Kingdom for like the first one that I ever posted. And of course, like it's so awkward when you're first getting started into like, now I'm actually taking pictures and videos to be able to post on this page that I like want to do well. And like, I want to represent me in a creative way so I just remember being so awkward that day but I did even more research to how do I do these glow edits that everyone is doing on those fun accounts that I really really like and I did purchase a plugin that no longer works (laughs) might I add but I purchased a plugin for Final Cut Pro to do fun glow edits because I wasn't gonna pay for like Adobe After Effects which is like what the professionals use and just kind of started futzing around like I think my first few like photos and videos they're all now looking at them I'm like like that's not good (laughs) of course because like we're our our own worst critic and that all that especially with like creative stuff but pretty much just futzed around taught myself either would watch a couple YouTube videos but there really weren't a lot out there especially for Mm -hmm. like free softwares and things I could do on my phone because I didn't have an iPad at the time and I wanted to just use free apps and be able to just post it right to Instagram and all that fun stuff. So just trial and error and just kind of researching for fun, honestly. I love how your um, your brand is so like cohesive to like your paintbrush symbol is like it's your it's obviously your name, but it's on your website and it's incorporated into your YouTube videos. So that's I really like that. <laughs> I, I tried to incorporate them because def- Annika's paintbrush definitely came first. And it's yeah. it's kind of funny behind the name because I was talking with one of my friends and I told him, like, I think I want to create a new Instagram page. But like, what do I call it? Because at the time, everyone was naming their page um, like Disney Life or um, I can't remember. But like everything was like Disney based which I loved and I almost named my page after that, but I just wanted something to be a little bit more unique and incorporate more of those kind of creative types of posts that I I wanted to post to that account. So we kind of were like bouncing names around and um, well, you you haven't been to Disneyland, so you haven't seen Mickey and the Magical Map. It's a a live show. So yeah, that's amazing. Yes, so that show has Mickey Mouse and he has a paintbrush and it's just like yeah. very magical and like incorporates like Fantasia and just like all these fun things and so yeah. we were kind of like that kind of has a magical ring to it and when we were thinking of it it kind of reminded us of like the Mickey and the Magical Map show oh, yeah. so it's like That's it's awesome. like secretly Disney but like not yeah. Disney in the name and mm-hmm. the fact really? that I wanted to do pretty much all of my posts having like paint on them or like fun edits and things like that it just kind of came together and then I was since I pretty much made it difficult for myself by making by having two Instagram accounts now 
um, <laughs> I needed some way to kind of like combine everything together and tie it all in uh-huh. to like one brand. <laughs> so that's why I've kind of tried to incorporate like the paintbrush stuff into my YouTube and all of that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it's like well, kind was- of. Go for it, Jesse. <laughs> no, that was like our next question was, um, so your Instagram came first. So when did YouTube kind of come in the mix? Well, I mean, I've technically had a YouTube channel since like 2014 and just to like subscribe to people, I think. And right, then yeah. I would just post maybe like a couple random like family vacation edits or something because I was always really into like GoProing and yeah. Uh, my mom had bought a GoPro and I was like, mom, I need to use this on our family vacation. Thank you. <laughs> and would just like throw these videos together in iMovie and just like slap like a fun song on it and the edits and the quality were terrible, but <laughs> it was just always something fun to do. Right. And I actually studied abroad in 2017 and started videoing more and more. And I would put together kind of like video montage edits and just for my memories, honestly, to just be able to look back and watch that. And how did I even start? Oh, I when I came to do the Disney College program, I wanted to start actually vlogging as, as one does when they go to the Disney College program yeah, now. It's like the thing to do. Yeah. But I just remember wanting to document all of that and I was moving to Florida this is so exciting and this is going to be so fun and I just want to document all for myself essentially and then it kind of just took off from there and I realized that there's a large audience out there for like finance videos too and like kind of sharing my debt-free journey on that and really just kind of creating this community that has different pieces to the puzzle in a sense like I didn't want to be just a a Disney vlog channel or like just a lifestyle vlog channel and all of that. I really wanted to incorporate all aspects of me and my life and make it really personal so that it would just come naturally. Hmm. That's interesting. So do you have, I guess you kind of just answered it a little bit, but do you have a favorite platform like to create for like, it changes by the day. Sometimes I'm like, I hate Instagram and I just won't open it all day. And I'm like, this is stupid. The algorithm is changing again. And I get it's people say, like, try not to get wrapped up in the numbers. But like you do. You get wrapped up yeah, in the numbers, especially if you put all this effort into a post that like you're trying to have it do well. And you want to have like see some growth in your account. It's rough when the post that would normally maybe get like a certain number of views and likes and now it's getting like less than half that it's like okay yeah. why am I doing this this and is it's not seamlessly fun for no reason like it's like right you know yeah I could see why that would be frustrating I I do have to remind myself like this is my creative outlet and it's so easy to just get wrapped up in the numbers of it but yeah. at the end of the day like I had a lot of fun editing this photo or you know taking this photo right. or whatever it is Um, And then some days I'm like, I'm going to film four YouTube videos. And then I just (laughs) film them all right then and there. (laughs) And I might not edit them for like a week. But then it comes like some days I'm like, let me do a really fun YouTube video edit. Like this is what I'm into today. So it really just, it depends on the day and (laughs) what I'm in the mood for. That's awesome. Um, All right. So yeah. Do we want to move on to the classic Disney questions? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) 
Okay, so we like to, we're going to ask you some questions, but if you have more than one answer, we understand because we are <laughs> empathetic people. We understand that these are hard okay. questions. <laughs> so the first question is, what is your favorite Disney movie? <laughs> I love Moana and yes. I mean, just a classic now i guess it's not so much a classic as like you know the original toy story or whatever (laughs) but i can watch moana over and over i just love her um are you excited for the are you excited for the like moana experience at epcot yes i am so excited she's like getting some recognition because i remember meeting her once in disneyland and that was it and then she just never appears like anywhere yeah but she's such a star so i think definitely well deserved yeah. but of course when we're asked those questions i'm like i forget every movie i've ever seen right exactly yeah <laughs> it always happens yeah you're gonna but be on disney plus and be like, dang, dang, it, dang it yes okay. yep so do you have a favorite disney song and or favorite disney soundtrack Ooh. well it's Disney Channel, the Cheetah Girls. Um, you can never go wrong. No, as well as answer. Mulan. Mulan soundtrack is just so good. I'll make yes. a man out of you is like my anthem. And for it's funny for them. Um, Princess 10K when it was Mulan themed, and so since we dressed up in like the Mulan costumes, like by mile five, at that point I was just like. Pacing as the floor. I don't even remember the words now, but like I was just like charging and like singing it and belting it out, trying to force myself to make it to my six. I love that so much. Also, um, I don't know that like I don't know if this is actual name, but the reflection song Mm -hmm. in Mulan, that song makes me cry. Like that's like one of the songs. Yeah. Is it called Reflection? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like am in my car at like 11 p.m. crying to that song. <laughs> and I will be one of those basic girls who says Frozen in Frozen 2. Because I love Frozen 2. I can listen to that soundtrack wow. on repeat. <laughs> What's your favorite song on the soundtrack? Um, I love Anna's song. Um Holding on tight to you. What, what's the name? Oh, of yeah, it? yeah. Holding on tight to you. I can't remember the names of anything to save my life, but. The, oh, it's the, a, the. Yeah, I know. The opening song that Anna yes. starts off. Yes. Oh, um, I think there's a video of them, like Kristen Bell, um, all of like the people that sing that song, them singing mm-hmm. it. And it's like the four of them. And it's oh. so cute. I think, it's was so it, cute. they were at like a. Disney event or like D23 or something something where they like performed it live. I I watched all the behind the scenes videos. I watched (laughs) the making of Frozen on Disney Plus. Or it was making of Frozen 2, I think. But um, I was obsessed. (laughs) Okay. So um, favorite Disney character? Um, Probably a three-way tie between Minnie Mouse, Winnie the Pooh, and Stitch. Yes. Okay. I'm loving all these Stitch answers. <laughs> like, for a long time, no one would say Stitch, and I'm like, "Hello." I love no Lilo one- and Stitch. Like, that's definitely my top Disney movies as well. And fun <laughs> in 
my closet over there, I have hiding a giant stitch plush oh my gosh. that I oh my gosh. <laughs> that I happened to purchase while under the influence on my 21st birthday <laughs> while <laughs> dancing through the world of Disney store in Disneyland. That's <laughs> where, where my like, friends convinced me. Spend. Where like my friends convinced plush? me. Oh, I'm going to go grab it. Hold on. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to grab it now. <laughs> I'm so excited. And then like on my bed, I have like my like tiny sad stitch which was the yeah, only I literally have before. my Disney plushies on my bed too so <laughs> I got my Winnie the Pooh though my Winnie the Pooh is like a good size oh my goodness oh this, is, this... <gasps> I love that for there you is. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah we convinced ourselves that oh Siri Siri I don't <laughs> want to talk to you Okay, yeah, we convinced ourselves that I needed this gigantic stitch, which I don't even think they make him this big anymore. He's like slightly smaller than this. <laughs> and my other friend, she got the giant Minnie Mouse. Oh and God. we walked around downtown Disney with this. And like we went to Trader Sam's after and like they had their own chair with us. <laughs> and it was so a That's great awesome. time. But now I just have a giant stitch. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like a good stress, a stress stitch when you're uh, stressed yes, out. You he's, squeeze it. He's a good like hugger when you really need. Yeah. <laughs> Not That's to mention, so awesome. I have like my Pooh Bear pillow pets and like my Minnie Mouse one. Oh yeah, it's I just, I have my stitch it, and my Pooh Bear on my bed. <laughs> it's a sickness. I have like a basket full of plushies. <laughs> Same. Wait, now I have to grab mine. They're on my bed. Wait, they're so cute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you can see mine. My stitch is a little. A little lopsided. The Pooh Bear is a great <laughs> sleeping. Oh, oh my gosh. The monsters ain't the big head ones. Oh, I have a big head so poo. Cute. They're so cute. I love them. I had to stop myself from buying sleeping poo the last time I was at Magic. He's Kingdom. pretty cute. He's pretty that cute. That series is adorable. They're addicting to buy. Oh, for sure. Um. Okay. So do you have a favorite spot in Walt Disney World? But I guess you could say like Disney World or Disneyland or both to take photos in. Ooh, Disneyland is a hard one because when I was in AP, like I was the opposite of an Instagrammer. Like me and my best friends would just go every weekend and like we would be wearing a sweatshirt and leggings and it'd be raining and we would go just for like a dance party, like <laughs> just like random things. So I don't even know a favorite spot in Disneyland, but maybe Disney World. I love. The classic Main Street in Magic Kingdom. You really can't yes. go wrong with that one. And Hollywood Studios has like a lot of hidden gems and hidden walls. And honestly, it gets to the point where you've taken so many photos in so many different places of the <laughs> parks that at this point, you just are like, okay, well, here's a blank wall. Here we go. We're at, <laughs> we're at the park. Here it is. And like, honestly, it depends on the outfit. <laughs> mm, true. So I, I love Hollywood Studios to get on yeah, my Yeah, Hollywood Disney Studios <laughs> is great. And then Epcot, when it has Festival of the Arts, which is basically Festival of Annika's Paintbrush, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many fun decorations to take photos with because they have their little painted characters and all the pavilions, yeah. as well as like yeah. the fun rainbows at the front of the World Showcase. Love taking photos at that festival. That's a good one. That's a really cute one. Okay, so do you have a favorite Disney influencer that you like to watch or look at on their Instagram or TikTok, anything? Ooh, that's a good question. I really like following um, 
Carissa Ever After. I think that's her username. Um, she's awesome. And we both kind of started around the same time too. So I always kind of think of those girls where we kind of, we would message each other back when we were like first starting. Yeah. And it's just so like, again, funny to see like the growth and all of that and like the yeah, change in our sure. content. But love following her. I love following. Um, it's Esther Lane. She has such cute content. Um, oh, yeah. I think I follow her. <laughs> let's see. I don't even know. Um, one of my good friends, Mo Diz Magic. She's just such a queen. Um, <laughs> who posts like a lot of like Disney specific things? Not me trying to like scroll quickly through Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I love like the girls who do like the whole preset thing and they're that's their vibe and just yeah. the new cute outfit and everything but I also just really like the girls who change it up and are kind of similar to my type of content um I follow uh joe.cubillos I think I probably butchering her name but her name's joe and she does a lot of fun disney style content and she just has like Ooh, beautiful photos and is super yeah. creative that's awesome but yeah. Cool. And the last question that we have for you is your favorite social media for you to like absorb Disney content or for you to look at Disney content like Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Definitely Instagram. I because I made Annika's paintbrush so Disney incorporated, like I only follow Disney accounts on that one um, generally. And I try and keep things separate. Like on my personal Instagram, I'll follow like the celebrities and like the right. different kind of news accounts and entertainment and stuff like that and then only on Annika's paintbrush I'll try and keep that to like Disney related stuff um but I definitely have an addiction I will open it up and just scroll and all though like I, I'm not one these days oh for sure it's yeah. so easy and in some cases toxic but that's for another time that's <laughs> another <laughs> that's another type of podcast <laughs> Um, but on TikTok, I honestly usually scroll past Disney videos because oh, I'm just like, I, I lived there. I know the secrets, you know, like, right, oh, yeah. top places to go do this at Disney or like Disney style outfits that I, you can wear. And it's like, to be completely honest, I don't care on TikTok. <laughs> like I'll go on Instagram when I want to like right, find yeah. cute Disney outfits and like the Disney content and all of that. And I'm actually not a big disney vlogger viewer like i i've seen a few and like i know the big ones and like the trackers and all that and even like kyle palo and jojo like it's so funny to see them like not funny but like it's so great to like see them grow because they moved at the same time that i did mm -hmm. and we all met each other the same week in january and <laughs> they were both super into the vlogging thing and yeah. jojo started out um collaborating with me in a couple of my videos Oh, or when I first started on his paintbrush. And yeah, so I definitely like support people that I knew when I started and like when they started and all of that. But yeah, I think Instagram is my, my place to absorb it all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is all the questions we have. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun getting to talk about. Yay. Um, no, it was I... so fun. Time just flew by. I could talk about this all day long. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> All right. Well, goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next Thursday for another episode. <laughs>